Look around at this great city of ours. What do you see? I see a multitude of amazing people. Over the next hour, Bill Wilson and Michael Lynn White will talk to some of these amazing people about topics that interest you and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a dang on the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. Good evening, Murfreesboro. This is Bill Wilson, a.k.a. Mr. Murfreesboro, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show here on WGNS 1450 AM and 100.5 FM Talk Radio. And I'm excited tonight about our guest because we just had an election. I don't know if y'all noticed that. If you've been on social media or anywhere around the borough or Rutherford County, you've probably seen yard signs out, political signs, and I'm here to say the election is, is over. And I have two of the winners in the studio with us tonight um we have um austin maxwell who won a seat on the murfreesboro city council and the ramel mcmurray who won the 19th district of the county commission seat thanks guys for agreeing to be on the show happy to be here we had nothing better to do tonight than get full yard signs so uh, yeah and then stop by here and stop by here come see you bill that's right well thank y'all seriously for coming up you you know sunday nights are are tough but uh michael lynn is at home tonight uh, i'm assuming (laughs) she did cover for me or last week i was not here i want to thank edwin lee raymer for covering for me and for michael lynn uh i was at the rick flair last match and don't ask me how it went but (laughs) poor guy's 73 years old and they beat the fool out of him i mean seriously i thought i thought he was gonna die really i mean he was he's bloody he was bloodied Mm -hmm. and at the end he was laying on his side in the ring and i no, there's none of that going on none of that going on i was so worried i was like and mayor went with me i was so concerned and, and thanks eric parks for the tickets but we i was so uh concerned that he was going to die there oh, wow. but the, we got to see the undertaker we got to see uh who else did we get to see uh brett the hitman heart uh rikishi all these hall of famers and if y'all know, don't know this i was a big wrestling fan growing up just like john jones john jones and i had taken our kids when they were younger to the first wrestling match that was at bridgestone it was called judgment day mm. hulk hogan all these others but anyway we're not gonna talk we're not here to talk about rick flair we're here to talk about <laughs> what's it like running a campaign in rutherford county in murfreesboro uh, we flipped a coin and uh, <laughs> we're gonna go with the elder statesman Austin Maxwell, we're going to let him go first, and then we'll, we're just going to talk like we were talking out there. But tell me, Austin, what was it like uh, running a campaign for city council? I'll give you, based upon my experience <clears throat> running Claire's campaign for county school board, you know, county school board is three commission seats. So 21 commission seats, you're basically talking about, you know, 15% of the county so to speak a city council race though you're going from one end of the city to the next you're going from veterans parkway all the way out to the va and right all points in between um the amount of work and effort 
it's still a lot of work and effort, but it's just, it's spread out so much. Um, I felt like I worked harder, longer, uh, more hours. Um, just from a signage presence, you know, I had 150 large signs spread out throughout the city. <clears throat> 300. 150. Some, 150. Um, a countywide race, one of the candidates for a countywide race had about 200. So that just kind of gives you an, an idea. 150 large signs, that's 300 T-posts that I put up all by myself. Yeah. You know, 300-yard signs that you're putting out delivering, 2,000 doors that you've knocked on, the the mail that you have to craft and get out, the social yeah. media that you have to work with. It's just, you know, you're really hitting it on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um and, you know, Romel will probably talk a little bit about this. Your most valuable tool is door knocking. But on eye-to-eye city, contact. Eye-to-eye contact. But on a citywide race, it's a little harder to do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt fortunate to be able to get to 2,000 doors. Wow. But at the end of the day, you know, you probably needed seven, 8,000 doors. Because that's typically, you know, if you look at past results for a city council race. It's a numbers game, It's right? a numbers game. You typically mm-hmm. had 9,000 votes, 8,000 votes. So that's why right. I say that. This time, you know, I think Madeline led the ticket with, yeah. you know, 63, 6,400 votes. You know, I came in second, and that's a respectable second because she always comes in first, yeah. you know, typically yeah. speaking. So it's just a lot of work. Yeah. Um, and I would say compared to, to Romel – his is a little smaller and tighter. It's still the same fundamentals, mm-hmm. but right. your most valuable tool there is door knocking. Mm-hmm. I'll turn it over to. to what do you think, Ramel? Oh, I, I agree. Uh, so he he mentioned having 150 big signs. So I purchased 50 big signs. Um, I probably got about 35 to 40 of them out. Um, like you said, all by myself. Yep. Um, then I ordered. Uh, let's see, close to 200 yard signs, and pretty much had all those out. Um, but the key for me was, like he said, door knocking. Um, because of a citywide race, it's just, it's big, much bigger. But I could focus on my district, um, narrow down my certain neighborhoods I wanted to target, um, and then also my mailers as well. Um, and so it comes down to a numbers game. Um, it comes down to how much money and time you want to invest in it. Right. And when I decided to get in on February the 17th is when I declared, uh, I was all in. And... I was all in from day one up until 7 p.m. or the night before or the day of. Um, and so I, it's been an humbling experience. Um, I appreciate the, the voters for um, giving me um, the ability to try to serve as the county commissioner. Right. Um, you know, if I don't do my job, if they don't think, then they have four years from now they can uh, um, elect someone else. But I plan to do um, all I can for everyone that I can. I, you know, I ran as an independent Um, because I tell people all the time um, I was running for the people and not a particular party Um, and and not only that but I'm in health care so I I can't go and ask someone if they're a Republican or Democrat I just have to go and help that individual so that's how I approached um, my my race right Um, and and I think a lot of people um, understood that and and that's what they're wanting especially in local politics and things like that so um, but at the end of the day it's all about connecting building, building relationships um, and just talking to to people that you wouldn't normally talk to on a daily basis. Your district, where did was it? Just all black men. In your so, lay it out for us, a picture in our heads. Uh, going down ninety six. Where district nineteen's where? 
Yeah, so it's it's really not the black. It's well, I shouldn't say it's not the black one. It's um, not the Blackman High School area, but it's on the other side, the back side of it. So you have Rucker Lane, and then you go up towards uh, Veterans Parkway, uh, about two or three miles down ninety six, going towards Franklin. And then you also I have Florence Road all the way up to Old Nashville Highway, and it takes takes you all the way into Smyrna, Stewartsboro. So it's a little bit of everything. It it is, um, it is, and. Uh, like I said, you drive it and you're like, "Whoa, this is a lot." But city is is much bigger than than, than my uh, county. The city's the the square miles on the on the city. I think the county's what six hundred and something miles. If, if you, you if you drove square, around the boundary yeah, lines, if you, if, if you look at square miles, um, I know for me, just for social media, just a little trick is i would drop a pin and go in an 11 mile radius trying to hit the majority of folks via social media and and you know ad placements via facebook instagram like that right but it's it's still you know to his point you know um he's got a job like i do you right know, we're, we're working full time like how do you have time for this you yeah know, you're, you're working full time you know eight to five and then at five o'clock you're out the door trying to go knock on doors, place signs, put out yard signs, then it gets dark, and then from 9 to 11, <clears throat> you're kind of planning your next day. Where am I going to walk? Who am I going to go knock on? Yeah. Where have I got to get a sign placed? Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, by the way, I've got to work on my mail. I've got to work on my social media. I've got to go to this event on mm-hmm. Saturday night. There's just It's just nonstop. Nonstop, you know? back to back. And I didn't know Romel, but I would see him at a lot of the same events mm-hmm. that, that I would, as you would see a lot of the candidates. I think I think one time we went to an event and there was more candidates than actual <laughs> Than <voters>. people? Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Than the hecklers? Yeah. Than, right. than the <laughs> and I, I'll say, I'm just, I'm joking, but I was at an event where it was more um, candidates than, uh, than were individuals, <laughs> and, and I made a comment I probably shouldn't have, and I was like, you know, I, I could have been out door knocking for the past two hours, yeah. reaching my constituents instead of talking to the same old candidates. But, to your t- but that's how that's how passionate I was about talking to yeah. um, the people because I was like every minute, every hour counts yeah. and matters to me. Um, and so my my grassroots, um, I say my grassroots, but I I did this a whole a all on my own pretty much. I was going to yeah. say that yeah. it's uh it was hot though. It's that's yeah, why. it was hot. I tell you. It was hotter for me because Claire ran two years ago, mm-hmm. and that was just you know a a simple zone five school board race for commission district seventeen, gosh, nineteen and twenty one or seventeen eighteen and twenty one. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Yeah. But it wasn't as hot as this time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. And much, we're talking about the weather. I'm talking about right. the weather. Yeah. It was much warmer. It's been ninety, you know, for like sixty days. Yeah, I think it, it was much warmer yeah. and much hot, much hotter. But to his point, you know, on those races, <clears throat> it's it's all about it's a numbers game. You get out, you go see people, and the sad thing is this, Bill and and Romel, you may have some things to say about this too. You get a list, you look at, it and say, okay, this house right here, they voted the last four or five election cycles. Mm-hmm. They're a voter. And then you'll go buy five houses where they're registered, mm-hmm. and they haven't voted, haven't voted in ten years. Mm-hmm. And in ten years, in ten years, voted. and and you know you 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 want to go knock, but but you also say why waste my time because they don't want they don't vote. 
Mm-hmm. And that's a sad thing. We had a, what, a 14% mm-hmm. yeah, turnout is, this time? What is there 200-something thousand registered voters in the county? There's two, I think... 220 something like that. something don't like hold that. me to that but that's when far, you only that's a farley question that's an alan farley alan question. if you're listening i know <laughs> yeah. you're listening yeah, he'll, he'll, uh, by the way you can call in at 615-893-1450 or watch us live on facebook at the mr murfreesboro page but yeah. you guys i tell you what, I, I admire you uh i admire anybody even the people who didn't win i admire people who get out and uh, put your name in the hat it was a teddy roosevelt saying about the man in the arena um not scared to get out and 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 get dirty or uh get blood sweat and tears man i mean it's it's tough well it's it's not easy um it it, and let's face it somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose yeah but you know to those that that didn't win at least they threw their name in the hat exactly because they mm-hmm. cared enough to try and, and at least make a difference their belief to make a difference right. yeah and it's it, and it, exactly and you're when you're running for office you um your life's an open book too i mean it's like mm-hmm. people come at you all different ways you really find out who your friends are and you find out mm-hmm. <laughs> you find yeah. find out your relatives oh you know, it's it's just a tough thing to do. For, I admire both of you. Well, and for me, I made it clear from the start that I would no negativity would be part of my campaign. I'd keep it clean, and and that's what I that's what I pledged to do, and I did it uh, all the way throughout the entire campaign. And there's just no room um, for that, in my opinion, in, in politics, um, because that's in my opinion that's one of the reasons that turns voters away is is negative 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 yeah. and I, I vowed to stay positive the entire time and and like i said i i just wanted to put my my platform out there my ideas and, and let the voters choose um and and that's that's what the outcome was so. right on right on yep, yep. um do y'all have any and we're fixing to take a break here in a minute but i like to hear some stories about being on the campaign trail uh any dog bites uh i know <laughs> there's one time that austin called me we're there was a uh, y'all had gotten a little puppy, Marlo. Uh, Marty. Marty. Marty, not Marlo. Marty. I'm Marty. sorry. And we found him. Well, you y'all found well, him. Well, he ran off in February. He knew he was about to be, you know, he, fixed. He was. He day. was. So he went he, out on he a did. date. He went out running around looking yeah. for girlfriends. Girlfriends that day and. Finally came home that night. It's Thanks a comedy to show too. Thanks to you, Bill. He came home. Okay. I put a post on uh, <laughs> Mr. Murfreesboro, and I never got that reward. But it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. The reward is y'all yeah. being up here, right? Right. Right. Um, right. Yeah, Mart. I don't know why I thought Marlo, but hey, y'all, we, you're listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro show here on WGNS. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back here in just a few minutes. Drake's Barbershop began when local resident Robert Drake opened the business in 1972. Veteran Jason Rigney purchased the business in 2003. 
and this kept Drake's Barbershop a staple here in Murfreesboro. Jason has kept the legacy alive. Veterans receive a discount for haircuts. You can follow them on their Facebook page at Drake's Barbershop. Old Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only five minutes from I-24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play nine holes for $9 and kids 12 and under play for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931-954-0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook. Did you know there is a new title and escrow company in town and they have 20 plus years of experience in the business? For all of your real estate closings, contact Authority Title at 615-819-5880. You can also stop by their Brandy Wine office located at 319 Hickerson Drive just off of the square. They are our preferred real estate partner. You can also follow them at Authoritarian's Escrow on Facebook. Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. This is Bill Wilson, a.k.a. Mr. Murfreesboro, and we're here at WGNS Studios, and we're here with newly elected City Councilman Austin Maxwell and new uh, newly elected County Commissioner Ramel McMurray. We're going to, we were talking during the break uh, about different stories during the campaign. Tell us, and whoever wants to jump in here, tell Give us some stories about being on the campaign, good, bad, or indifferent, or what it, what it meant to you, or uh, funny stories, or touching stories of people you might have met that never voted, and whoever wants to jump in, jump in. Well, I'll go back, I'll go back to 2020. Um, I'll tell a story when Claire was running. And, you know, we would pull into a neighborhood and I would say, okay, I've got the left side of the street, you've got the right. And, you know, jump out of the car, she'd jump out. And I'm going to a door and, you know, I knock and, you know, they're not there. So I leave the information and she knocks and the, you know, gentleman comes to the door with a cigarette, cup of coffee and, you know, white boxer briefs. And that's basically it. He's standing there in his tidy whiteies. <laughs> cigarette cup of coffee says what can i do for you darling and she just hands 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 him her palm card and says please vote for me and she that just was runs it. away and that was it <laughs> she was mortified that's uh, wild that was you know a, a good one um a real good one was we we're over i guess on olympia drive knocking two years ago and uh i'm looking at the list and she gets out of the car before I give her the name and she goes and knocks on the door and it's the one and only Mr. John Hood. Came yeah, John. Yeah, John came to the door and they had a nice conversation and, you know, but that's the thing you really enjoy mm-hmm. is the connecting with people, yeah. you know, face to face and things like that. Um, no dog bites or anybody chase you uh, out or pit bulls did, or, you know, you know let's get I, to- I had one lady that chased us down and basically cussed us out and uh for being in her yard or were you you borrowing water from the garden hose no no we uh we basically walked up to the door and and it basically said please don't ring the doorbell day sleeper 
so you know we just left it there under the little mm -hmm. mat right and left and she found it and i guess she claims her dog had seen us or heard us and had woke her up and so i guess she was compelled now now that she was awake to get in her car drive around the neighborhood and come up and go are you that sob right who's running for office <laughs> and i go yes i am and and you asked for a vote you didn't know, <laughs> of course i asked for a vote and, yeah you know and she wanted up my palm card and threw it at me and said never to darken her doorstep again so you know you see all sorts of things sure you, you see right. funny things good things indifferent things um probably one interesting story i guess and this this happened up on the square gentleman came by and he says i voted for you i said really well thank you he goes i voted for you because i figured out that you were hooper maxwell's son and that's my dad hooper maxwell he lives up in crossville and he'd gotten a mailer where i'd talked a little bit about where i grew up and who right. my parents were and he'd figured out and so he had voted, found me on the square, and he says, I need your dad's number. I want to reconnect with him, which I thought was kind of cool. That's cool. Because I called up my dad, and I said, I just met a guy. He knows you. Yo, fraternity brother. And, no <laughs> you know, they worked together at MFA Insurance yeah. you know, back in the 60s. And he said, Jim Jose, just like He already that. knew it. Yeah. He already knew it just like that. Now, my dad can't remember what he had for breakfast some days. But he remembered but this he guy. But he remembered this guy just like that cool story you know so just you know it's the people that you connect with that's kind of the the fun part mm -hmm. of campaigning mm -hmm. Romel, you got yeah. any no uh, I, I agree um i will say um a, a buddy of mine uh cindy daniel she did tell me that uh she got bit by a dog but i did not so <clears throat> the day she told me that she did i ordered I went directly straight to amazon i ordered some mace so I kid you not. So the the following, the you gonna mace a dog? I, I sure will. Is it true you don't like puppy dogs? No, I, I like dogs, but I don't like dogs who don't know me. Exactly, I got you. Uh, so the following week, I was over in the Blackman Village area, and I spoke until the gentleman. And as I was turning out, turning around, the uh, the the lady in the side of the home, she started hollering, and she hollered and I hollered because the dog got the dog got loose and he come to me. He was like just a big growl on his face and. It was a stare down, mm. and I was like, "You were three seconds, dog, from getting maced." <laughs> I like I said, "I'm not afraid of dogs, but I just don't know if they know me, and and I don't know that dog." But that was one one of the funny stories uh, on the trail. But um, wow. for, for me, is like Austin says, is um, the relationships, just talking to people, um, because you never know um, what someone may be going through. No, um, and you know they they want to tell you. Some of them will tell you your life story. You can spend thirty seconds at one door, and you can spend thirty minutes um, at one door. And I never took um, any door for granted. Um, I always wanted to speak to as many people as possible. And not only that, but I did that uh, at the intersections um, a month before, well, two weeks before early voting started. I started standing at uh, at the intersections and waving to individuals. Um, you know, people had said. They look stupid. Uh, it's dumb doing that. And I was like, well, we'll see. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, so many people stated, hey, you were standing out here in 90, 95 degree heat in the evenings and in the mornings. Yeah. We respect you for doing that. Right. Um, and, you know, it's just just the simple things. You know, I went to Hardy's one morning and one guy was like, I saw you out there standing um, waving. He says, any man who can stand out there in 90 degree heat has my respect and has my vote. Right. Um, and that, that's that's what I wanted to, to build my relationship. Did anybody ever ask you all like, to stay for dinner? or? Uh, <laughs> Do you ever get yeah, – I'm I, in sales. I, I used to have people say, will you stay for dinner? So here's – you're going to laugh at this. So I had a, I went to a, a woman's door, and she we were talking, and she's like, would you like to come in? Uh, she, 
She says, my husband will be here in a little bit. I says, no, ma'am, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to stand right out here on this uh, porch. Right. Because uh, I'm like, I'm not doing that. Not going that. in there, right. <laughs> no, but the trap. Nope. Smart, nope. smart. Yeah. I had something similar. Yeah. I was putting up a sign and, um, you know, it was 90, you know, I was breaking a sweat, putting yeah. up a sign. And a lady came over in her swimsuit holding like a little tack hammer was it a onesie or twosie it was a twosie (laughs) (laughs) and and she said do you need any help would you like for me to help drive those posts and i said no i've I've got it where's claire at this point is she in the car she's she's at a meeting somewhere she was at a meeting somewhere i said no no, ma'am i'm good i've I've got it she goes well you look like you need to a a drink of water or something would you like to cool off i'm Mm -hmm. like no i've got water and she kept asking me if i said i'm I'm really good i appreciate the help (laughs) thank you so much you know but kind of like that it's just kind of an awkward situation and you don't want to be rude but you know in this day and age you know right you find sometimes people are just lonely right yeah well i had a you know a lady would drive by twice two or three times a week i would see her and every time she'd drive by she'd blow a kiss so i started just blowing kisses right back to her you did (laughs) i was like hopefully she voted for me (laughs) anything to get the vote right hey you you know you are correct though sometimes people are lonely Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know senior sometimes senior voters or people that are maybe a little more of a shut-in yeah you know they want to talk they want to talk to you about everything Oh, yeah. And you can, to Ramel's point, you can spend 15, 20, 25 minutes talking to somebody. Mm -hmm. And thinking about roles, you know, when Claire was running, I would critique her. Like, you spent way too much time there. We could have been doing this. 10 more houses. And she would always kind of scold me, but he wanted to talk. They wanted to talk, and I I was there to talk and listen and learn and understand. And so the roles were kind of reversed this time. I would start talking to somebody mm-hmm. and she would come back and says remember when you used to scold me for spending too much time talking to somebody right. you just did the same thing and mm-hmm. and so i saw that point you know right. it's mm-hmm. a voter they really want to know that what you, you care stand, about them that you yeah. care about them right, right. what you stand for what are the issues what do you plan to do and so forth mm-hmm. so well i know i did an event i think ramel you were there i don't know Austin, you, I think you came out there too. That thing at Tommy's Express, yeah, yeah. and there were people. Shoot, I think there was. We probably had five hundred thousand people come through in about a three or four hour. And there was there's this one lady who she was in, not mentioning names, but she was a widow, and she came up to me. And she was. She didn't tell me. Once she told me ten times mm-hmm. about her life. It, it wasn't like good stuff. It was it was bad stuff. You know her. Right. She, she was a widow and she was this and that and but what i the reason i said I, that sound like she was just lonely or just people in general and it doesn't matter if you're independent democrat or republican you know we're all human uh part of that positive thing is going door to door and just saying mm-hmm. hey i'm here uh i know y'all are both i know both y'all's hearts you're here because you care about people mm-hmm. Whereas there's a lot of other politicians, and I'm not talking about parties, who maybe they just have an agenda. Mm-hmm. And I know and on a local, I mean, y'all, we all probably shop in the same places. Mm-hmm. You go to a funeral, we go to the same funeral homes or churches or center, I mean, wherever we go, uh, shopping malls, you run into these people mm-hmm. and... uh Anyway, I just thought that was uh, – I was just talking about what, what had happened to me. So um, where do we go from here? What do you think 
We'll start with you, Romeo. What do you think in your district, in the county as a whole, is the number one issue uh, facing Rutherford County? Um, I would, so when you say facing Rutherford County, for, so for me, the, the number one thing when I talk to everyone in my district, the, the concern of not knowing who their county commissioner is or what a county commissioner does, um, that was concerning to me. Uh, and, you know, and I, I told a lot of individuals, uh, I gave them my cell phone number, personal cell phone number, and my email address because I want them to know that I w I'm accessible. Uh, I, you know, a county commissioner or, or any local official should never be uh, untouchable. Right. Um, and so I think when I relayed that message to individuals, it gave them a breath of fresh air. Um, I've had a heavy presence on social media. Right. And that's how I plan to move forward as well. Um, I also plan to maybe have some type of quarterly newsletter for my constituents to let them know what's going on with the county commission. Um, and just to keep people engaged because I do, um, you know, especially around the next election, election, I want more people to come out and vote. Um, I want them to feel comfortable with, with voting. And I think when we bring back transparency, um, accountability, and honesty to, to the four walls of, of the courthouse, I think more people will get out and vote, and they'll feel better about electing um, in individuals. A lot of people kept saying, oh, why do you want to run for this? Why do you, you know, because you're going to be corrupt. Or whatever. And I was like, everybody's not that same way. Right. A lot of people have passionate hearts, you know, to serve the people. And, you know, I've been in healthcare for over 10 years, and I, that's that's my number one thing is to help individuals. I just feel like this is another outlet. Um, but for me, um, growth in my area is the one, the hot topic. Right. Um, it's We're in the fastest growing area. Um, and so we've, we've got to think about, you know, hopefully the Vanderbilt coming in. We've got some other corporations and things that are coming in. Is that coming in to, you, to your district? It is. Okay. Um, it's, they're, they're going through some, I guess, loopholes at the moment. But, uh, yeah, infrastructure um, and, and, th and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. I think it's good that we're getting another hospital. Just I think competition is always good. And I also think if we're one of the fastest growing counties in the areas in the country, naturally it'd be nice to have a choice of going to a different hospital and i think gordon ferguson they do a great job over there but i think it's a mm -hmm. it's good to have choices right. when you have a hundred people moving to this area every day every day it's 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 amazing uh claire and i would remember when murfreesboro was you know thirty thousand people in the mm -hmm. 70s we were the size of like telahoma maybe manchester uh, no, I, I think back then the politicians and the community leaders had no idea the growth mm -hmm. that we would experience 30 years, 40, 50 years on down the road. And I'm not trying to blame them. I'm just saying no, no fault of their own. They didn't. They didn't know. Well, Nissan coming here in the 80s. Yeah. <clears throat> kind of started the ball rolling. And, uh, you know, we got married in 90, <clears throat> came back in 98. And it was still a, a two high school town. It's still Oakland and Riverdale. 50 years this year. 50 years this year. Um, <clears throat> you know, so it's it's changed tremendously. And to kind of piggyback on Ramel, you know, from an issue standpoint, to me, and from what I've heard, you know, speaking with people, it's I can't put it in any particular order, but it comes back to smart and balanced growth in terms of, you know, having the infrastructure in place to accommodate that growth. And so we are talking about roads primarily, uh, 
traffic capacity, sewage and sanitation. Those to me are kind of the the big issues. Your police and fire is also another big issue. Um, Murfreesboro, you know, city police Mm -hmm. was short roughly 39 officers. This past year? This past year. Yeah. You know, and, and I spoke to the chief, and, you know, at, at one one point in time, you know, that gap was closing. Then we went through the pandemic, and it grew back. Right. And, you know, in terms of fire, you know, we, we train firefighters, and then after 18 months, if there's more money on the table at another department, such as Metro or, mm-hmm. you know, Mount Juliet or Williamson County, they go and leave. And so, you know, as a taxpayer, you're losing firefighters, out the door routinely just for a a gap in pay so if we can fix that and hold on to our first responders and close that gap in police and fix our sewage and sanitation you know capacity i know the landfill's a big issue but really sewage capacity is going to be just as big Mm -hmm. you know because as you grow and grow and grow you only have so many you know sewer connections right Right. Uh, at some point in time, you know, you've got to say, okay, what are we going to do about that capacity? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A mor- what do they call that? A moratorium on the, uh, is that what they call it, The uh, for the sewage? Yeah. Yeah. More or less. I think we, do we have a caller? Okay. It looks like we might be taking, are we taking a break? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's, a, that's a, a few things. A few of the issues facing us is the, uh, yeah, everybody wants to talk about the landfill. You know what? What do y'all think uh, the solution is? I mean, do, what is, we know what the problem is. Yeah. What do y'all and just whoever wants to chime in? What do you think the solution is? Is uh, I've heard people say it's in the contract. It's uh, knowing the contract, renegotiating. What are your thoughts, Austin? I would. I'd love to see the contract renegotiated to where it's a Rutherford County only, and say four or five for trash. Yeah, yeah. For trash mm-hmm. for four or five counties. That way, the capacity that you have left in it is for Rutherford County and, say, a select few of surrounding counties. But if you had some sort of facility that could take in 50% of your trash, whether it's a city or county facility, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you have less trash going into there, that prolongs the life of it, so to speak. Because whenever that day and time comes and you have to shut it down and cap it, and then you have to start shipping it to Camden, Tennessee, for example. That's at least $50 per household minimum. And I had a, a guy at the door was like, oh, you just want to raise my taxes. Well, you just said you want to close the landfill. How are you going to pay for it? And, and if you want it closed, then there's a cost that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Which one do you want? He says, well, I don't want it closed if you're going to charge me $50 a month. <laughs> so, you know, it's just... Just keep fishing at Walter Hill. No yeah, just keep fishing at Walter Hill. But if you if you could hypothetically, what if you could take fifty percent of that garbage and turn it into some sort of fuel fuel that you could mm-hmm. actually sell back to TVA or some other entity? Then you're actually taking garbage and using it to actually make money to help keep taxes low for people, Absolutely. so to speak. Or if we shoot it to the moon or Mars and have a landfill up there, you think that'd be bad? <laughs> I don't, I, I don't hear you objecting. I mean, you get back with us on this. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking. You heard you know, it here first but, on the Bill Wilson show. Right? Yeah, I've heard. No, I've heard that uh, burning it. I mean, they had a fire out there about a, two or three weeks ago. Three, two or three weeks ago. But I'm gonna say there's a lot of methane. There's a lot of. Uh, 
I thought about maybe that if it gets up any higher, it's going to be higher than Tiger Hill. They could yeah. put lights up there so planes don't run into yeah. you know what I mean? Or make it a, a ski slope. Right. Just watch well, out for the. And for me, I, <laughs> you know, I want to read the contract as well. Um, and then I also want to talk to current and former county commissioners uh, to get their thoughts on, you know, the process and things like that. So uh, that's what I plan to do with a lot of issues. Uh, I, I want to do my homework and my research on a lot of things and, and thoroughly study. Uh, I don't want to be someone who just gets bullet points. A knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, I just yeah, I'm, I research a lot of things, so that's what I plan to do. Talking about the city, Austin, I think this would be cool. And it was like 1898. The city had, and how do I know this? Because I'm Mr. Murfreesboro. You're your historian. <laughs> that's right. I sit on the board for the Historical Society, and if. Uh, you want to join the historical society it's only 25 dollars a year yeah i think you join i think you remember too but pettis uh, read on that pettis, pettis yeah on congratulations that. pettis he won his race but in 1898 murfreesboro had a trolley system a horse-drawn drawn trolley when you think of trolley you think of mr rogers right mm-hmm. i've always, I always as a kid wanted to go in and in that castle for some reason i don't know ride that trolley don't don't ask me why but uh <laughs> i think we should bring a trolley to murfreesboro on saturdays and take people around to the different different historical sites whether it's oakland's mansion and actually the county can be involved too take them down to sam davis home take them to the battlefield mm-hmm. for goodness sakes one of the uh, biggest the seventh bloodiest battle of the civil war was here at uh at the Battle of Murfreesboro, the Battle of Stones River, depending on what side you're from. Um, but a trolley system, whether you use that, you could use the uh, rover or just get a trolley. I'm not saying we want to be like Franklin because, you know, Franklin's got trolleys. Yeah, or whatever. I just think it'd be cool for Murfreesboro. Or maybe a private investor has a, a trolley system hmm. where you drive around and pick people up from the restaurants wherever and then go see historical sites or whatever what's your thoughts on that do you have you thought about that not, i don't think you have i have not thought about mm. that but but we did have one in 1898 yeah. um you know it, it, i'll have to study it bill but it if let's just say you redo the downtown here this downtown mm. project that's going with the retails and the and the condominiums and townhomes and things like that <clears throat> maybe if you had a loop that went there up to mtsu sure and back just a continuous loop maybe that would make sense yeah but historically you know trolleys and public transportation stuff like that from what i've always read is it's kind of a waste of taxpayer money you think it's a disaster i just think it's cool yeah. i mean uh, one thing i do regret is i did want to get on rover and actually ride around and i've done that i've mm-hmm. never done that we, I, I would we should like, all do that you know, together we should I'd do like that to see what is it like all elected and where do they go and yeah just just to see what it's like and do we need more of that i think that's yeah. a great idea yeah. i mean you can get around town you know there's I've, no but i've never ridden on it and i need to and there's people who have jobs who depend upon that yeah. right mm-hmm. that's what that's important you know talking about uh taxpayers but yeah the rover goes all around maybe we could get michael lynn white and her camera <laughs> and put her on there and have her do a Record, live update we'll do a live uh video on rover yeah great idea you heard that michael lynn <laughs> uh yeah but i've done that it, and it was actually fun it la- it was about two or three hours and and the people were real nice i mean it was mm-hmm. so um 
what do you think about the transportation? How do we fix the transportation here in Mur- Murfreesboro or Rutherford County? How how do you fix it? Like the met, you know, we had the amphitheater that was everybody's ho ho ho, yeah. it's coming, it's coming, which I think is a great idea, but they didn't widen have the uh, medical center parkway. It was only two lanes. It probably should be four lanes. I mean, three or four lanes. Do you agree with that? Do you, before any of that happens, should the roads be widened there before the amphitheater comes in? You, you um, need, both of y'all, even though it doesn't really affect no, your, you. You need it widened or you need an alternate road mm-hmm. to get in and out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, there I know they're talking about widening it, but you're going to need something. Uh, I don't know. The hospital's I, right next door, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't know if I buy the, the noise issues. I think you can orient the put some cypress in yeah. and aim it towards the golf course mm-hmm. i mean that's where we shoot fireworks anyway is right by the hospital so <laughs> patients lap, love that don't patients they? <laughs> love that every fourth of july so they they think they're going home oh it's just fireworks, it's just okay. fireworks. <laughs> just hold off one more day before going in <laughs> but you know from an infrastructure standpoint i'll say this i was talking to a good friend and he said what is murfreesboro and really rutherford county's comprehensive traffic plan traffic management plan for the next 15 years it seems like we're doing patchwork piecemeal patchwork piecemeal Uh versus a comprehensive what do we need it to be in the next 15 years and start working on that now right that way you're not just reacting to where okay the subdivision just went in there's 350 new homes Uh and all of a sudden this road is outdated Uh right makes sense yeah yeah what are your thoughts Ramel? Um, well, for me, I, I personally want to sit down and talk with TDOT um, in regards to uh, what can we do for the because the number one complaint I get is the traffic between here and, and Nashville or, or I-24. So what can we do to try to help allevi- alleviate um, some of that traffic? Um, I know I've, in the past I've heard monorails. I've heard more um, like a one-lane. Mill the highway. Yeah, um, or, or something for buses they can just transfer people back and forth so uh, I want to you know kind of see get a study or some options and maybe look at different other cities to see what they're doing uh, or counties right um, in regards to their their growing traffic problems but um, yeah it's that's that's the number one issue that that my constituents talk about is is the I-24 how do how does the city council and the county commissioner work better together to to make things happen um, I've heard some of that in the past, and I'm not saying any political party or anything, but I've just heard sometimes, and it may have been the the, uh, the heads didn't see eye to eye or whatever, and I don't think we're always going to see eye to eye, but sometimes we can agree to disagree agree, agreeably, but when there's action to be taken, how do you get everybody on board? Tough question. A tough question and a great question. <clears throat> I mean, it's almost like, I would assume, you know, we've got a new county mayor coming in. We've just got a newly reelected mayor. Yeah. Um, you're going to have a race for mayor in Laverne in November. Mm-hmm. Jason Cole's the current mayor. I'm assuming Smart is in November. But I would assume that all these mayors and all these various county entities, county commissions, city councils, surely there's a meeting of the minds, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, and just to talk through these issues i'm sure there's got to be some collaboration along the way right um if not you know then that's not good right 
I've heard well, like the landfill. I've heard people say, "Well, the landfill is not an issue if you're Laverne or some, yeah, it's a it's an issue mm-hmm. if you're inside this county. Yeah, if you're inside if you're in the county. city, it's an issue for the county. Vice versa is what I'm trying yeah. to get at. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's not an easy topic, uh, but for me, uh, I'm the type of person you bring. Everyone brings your ideas and things to the table, and and then let's go from there to see uh, what's best. Uh, for the for everyone for everybody yeah all right everybody we're going to take our last break you've been listening to the mr murfreesboro show here on wgns 1450 am we'll be back in a few minutes hey it's bill did you know i also sell for parts real estate meredith thomas and i make up the thomas wilson team we have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in murfreesboro rutherford county and middle tennessee why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040 you can follow me at mr murfreesboro on facebook or instagram Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street, for a free estimate. We also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DJ Ruthie Awards, and she's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile and personally taking care of her customers. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203 here in Murfreesboro. Reach her by phone, 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. This is Bill Wilson, a.k.a. Mr. Murfreesboro, and I want to thank our guest tonight for joining us in the studio, um, Austin Maxwell, the newly elected um, city councilman, and Ramel McMurray, the newly elected county commissioner in the 19th District. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Um, so where do we go from here? When, when will y'all be... When will y'all be uh, not inaugurated? When will you be uh, sworn in? Sworn in? <laughs> um, from what I was told, I, I think mine is going to be around the September first um, date. So September first at the courthouse, right? Or do you get to choose? No, no. <laughs> no I think it's uh, the courthouse. Yeah. The, uh, my understanding is will be September first. <clears throat> be myself and Madeline Scales Harris and Jamie, you know, Aberwater. Uh, those. You know, other other folks will get sw- sworn in then at the rotunda. I at think the rotunda. The rotunda. So, <laughs> but that's the day. You know, and I'm going to do a shameless plug here right now, Bill, <laughs> for this coming Friday. Oh yeah, Claire's going to get on to you yeah, if you don't do it. August the twelfth. It's it's fifty years of Riverdale High School, just like mm-hmm. Oakland is fifty years old. Right. We're having a big food truck and. At Riverdale. At Riverdale and scrimmage it. It's football scrimmage food trucks, but it's mm. it's kind of like if you've graduated, come out, see what's going on. 
at Riverdale, see the plans for the new additions that are coming to Riverdale and Oakland. Yeah, Oakland's got it. Oakland's going to get those too, but kind of fun to be celebrating, you know, two very successful mm-hmm. uh, academically and athletically high schools this year with their 50th anniversary. So you know how Riverdale, there. yeah, I think that's great. You know how Riverdale got their name, don't you? How'd they get their name? Stones River's right across Riverdale. Riverdale. Yeah. Can you still can you still sing the uh, alma mater on a hill beside Stones River? That's about it. Let's go to a break. Where'd you go to high school? Lebanon High School. Lebanon, Wilson County. I like to mess with a lot of friends out of Laverne. I tell them we're the we're the best LHS. You know, oh Laverne High School. (laughs) Well, Lebanon's only been one high school for you. Now there's Wilson Wilson Central. Yeah, Yeah. there's schools all over the place. You know, high schools popping up. District Seven. I wonder what type of football team we're going to uh, – Riverdale's got the, the gentleman who signed with UT, his brother. There's there's two lot. Tell us. Yeah, there's the Herring brothers. The one Herring. of them is already up there at UT. The other one has committed to UT. Hmm. So that'll be kind of cool, um, two brothers playing know, together. Balls, so, balls. You know, Riverdale should be good, but, hey, guess what? Oakland's the, the, the Oakland is still the team stacked. to beat. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just stacked and racked and ready yeah, to roll. Right. You know, and – it's such a competitive county. I mean, I'm now that election season is over for right. Romel, the trash talking I, starts. Know, now we can start talking about high school football <laughs> right. in this area. Yeah, exactly. You, know. you ought to be getting some of these coaches on. on, on I know. Nights, I need to call you know. Coach. Uh, and they're friends of mine, Creasy and uh, Oakland's coach, Creasy. 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 Creasy and Kreisky. Kreisky and Creasy. Yeah. Creasy and Kreisky. Yeah. They're both real, real good guys. Um, and but it, but winning programs. Yeah. But it, it's – I love high school football. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to me, it's still pure football. It is. It's, you know, I, I still love college football, but college is becoming a little more professional. Political. With, you know, so to speak, <laughs> yeah. with some of the things going on. But sorry to digress. No, no. I'm that. glad we're talking. Romel, what's your, who's your favorite? What, are you a football, baseball, basketball, or chess? Oh, are you why, you why, like why a, you know, like a, y'all both kind of like chess no, guys. I'm, no, I play chess. Chess? Yeah. I'm a checkers. I'm, Backgammon? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much any sport. I mean, just... Rook. Yahtzee. I haven't been able to watch red. anything <laughs> in the past few months. But. Rook Uno, with Uno. the red one or the rooker? Which one? Uno. <laughs> no, the, with the red one. Yeah, because you can play with a rook. I used to. I tell you, who taught me how to play rook uh, was my grandfather Bill Wilson and Fred Rogers, my other grandfather, and Hollis Westbrooks, the mayor of Murfreesboro for I think ten or twelve yeah, years. Mayor and his wife's name was Allie Clark. Okay. And my younger brother Dave and I used to take on Mayor Westbrooks and Allie Clark. We were like six, seven years old, and we they taught us to play rook because we were there to go get <laughs> drinks and chips and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, like, Rook's school, a fun game. You'll have to teach me about that. You know, I'm the young one. Yeah, there. Have you played Rook? You've never played Rook? No, I don't think I have. Tonk? <laughs> spades? Spades? Hearts? No, spades, I got Okay. You. Spades, I can get you. <laughs> spades, you can get me. <laughs> I got you on that. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Um, so, y'all are going to get sworn in probably in September. Mm-hmm. Um, what? When we're, we've only got about five or six minutes, but. What made y'all in a few minutes and each get two or three minutes? Uh, what made you want to do run for city council? What made you want to run for county commission? We probably already covered it, but let's hear it again. I started thinking about it back in <clears throat> 2012, and <clears throat> I'd actually had filed the papers, had qualified as a candidate, and then I got a call from work saying, 
you're getting ready to get promoted and you're gonna be traveling in six seven states gone four days a week probably not a good time to run for city council right and you know what in hindsight it was not a good time considering everything that you know went on with our family for the next you know five or six years um, that being said it was really just kind of i came to the decision you know, I've served, <clears throat> I've served in many capacities and it was just basically, I came to the decision I wanted to serve and serve the people of Murfreesboro. Mm -hmm. That's really what it came down to. Gotcha. If, if I didn't um, throw my name in the hat this time, you know, I'll be 56 in October. I probably wouldn't be throwing it in at age 60. So it's like right. I need to do Now it. or never. It's now or never. It's now it's, or never. It's something that had been on my mind for a long time, but it's really just to serve. Right. It's, um, you know, I have no aspirations, you know, beyond that. It's not like I want to go and run for Congress or some or governor someday. I'd mayor, say, you know, mayor, I won't commit to that. I, I just I want to be the best servant leader I can, you know, on the city council. Gotcha. Thank you, Austin. Ramel? For me, that's the same way as, as I want to be able to serve the people. Um, I've always had that passionate heart of serving individuals uh, you know, on several boards of helping individuals. Um, but the seat, the opportunity um, came about this year, and I felt like this was the right time. You know, for years, many people have always asked me to run, and I, I've always said no. Um, but I've always said, when the Lord gives me the green light to run uh, for something, then that's when I will do it. And that's what I did this year. Um, I actually contemplated on running for city council, but I pulled back from doing that because of a, it's a much bigger race. Um, and I have a four-year-old, so I'm I'm the type of person I still want to make sure I'm at home at night to make sure I put my son to bed because I'm, family comes first. And that's, that's right. That's, when I ran, that's what I told people as well. But we're, you know, we're all humans. We're we, but we all have families as well. Um, so family for me comes first. But um, right, <clears throat> just to have that that servant heart is is, is the reason why I'm running. Um, actually, have, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, some good conversations with a good friend of mine who won, Jamie Avewater. Yeah, um, she and I we talked ex extensively. Um, and then, of course, um, a few other individuals, Jonathan Beverly, who won for county commission, and Joshua James. So uh, if you can tell, this, all of these individuals have won. And, you know, we just, we're just trying to do what's best for Murfreesboro, you know, our, our districts, and, and the whole Rushford County at large. So, right. Yeah, yeah and y'all both are, are great family men, uh, fathers. I mean, I know y'all both – well, on a personal my, level. Yeah, my kids wouldn't say that. You know? <laughs> yeah, let's so. talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I don't want to end on a bad note, but I lost a dear friend of mine. Joel Esqueda uh, passed away. He was 56. He was actually, if you go to the Nashville Scene magazine, he was Mr. Nashville. Okay. Yeah. I think Claire may have remembered him, but he, he, he went to Oakland. But, uh, yeah, my thoughts and prayers go out to his wife, Rachel, and his brother, Arthur, uh, we laid him to rest this week, but uh, yeah, Mr. Quite a guy, quite a guy. Um, let's see, we've got we got another minute, Michael Lynn. I hope you get to feeling better. I know you're listening. Um, yeah. Oh, I gotta tell you what. Next week's guest, not to be outdone by you two guys. How many of y'all follow Dear Murfreesboro on Instagram? Mm -hmm. You need, you do. Mm -hmm. You need uh, you and Claire need okay. to follow. They they make. They they have funny satire regarding oh, Murphy. If you they've mean me several times, so I feel you know like hey look they mean me. Uh, I think they did. Soon one you, the, they you'll did be one, one. They did one on the city council. I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I actually had hair and you earrings. Were, I think you, you know. were pinhead from yeah, Hellraiser. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, but they're going to be our guest uh, next week, so everybody tune in for that. I'm just waiting for mine, but they didn't do it, so I'm glad. They'll get you. We might, we might need y'all here next week. Um, but anyway, yeah, thank, thank y'all for taking your time in all seriousness uh, for, for running for office. It's not popular what y'all did and what you're going to be doing but it's necessary Mm -hmm. what y'all are doing we need more community leaders like yourselves and for all the people who ran as well uh thank y'all and to all the winners congratulations thank you you. you've been listening to the mr murfreesboro show show this is uh bill wilson aka mr murfreesboro we'll be back we'll be back next week with dear murfreesboro god bless you